0: did you guys it's the connection podcast welcome how's everybody's day going
1: it's going great of course
0: how's your day easy <laughs> my day was actually pretty good yeah. um had the day off so that was nice nice got to prepare for this always good yeah um and then bought a few things bought a lot of stuff actually that arrived today yeah we're using it right now i know it's great <laughs> um but yeah so great day what about you
1: Yeah, it was good. Nice, nice, easy day at work. So nothing, nothing crazy going on, but, uh, yeah. So it's evening and here we are recording episode number four already. It seems crazy, crazy how fast this is all going. So it's crazy. Hey, easy. I want to ask you a question. What's up, Noah? Have you ever felt like God has made you wait?
0: Like the story of my life? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Literally like every day of my life, right? Yeah. And you know especially now today and mm-hmm. in, in our culture today where everything is so instant everything is just like instant coffee well, yeah. instant convenience instagram i mean it's in the
0: name instagram it's instant yeah. you know
1: everything and, we want is at our fingertips mm-hmm. and we can have it whenever we want mm-hmm. in most cases right well i
0: mean even like in terms of fast food and drive through stuff like
1: yeah it's fast food culture it's
0: all right there like you order and then within you know tops 5 minutes you have a full meal for a family of five.
1: Even like beyond Uber now, like there's scooters. Yeah. yeah like you don't yeah. even have to wait for a car to come get you no, anymore. You, like you, you can hop get on, on a scooter. The birds. Yeah. So it's crazy. And you know how it's really funny that in the Bible, it's the complete opposite. Complete. Like everybody, like every story I've read, God has made someone wait for either a really long time. Most of the time, it's a really long time, like mm-hmm. years worth. Mm-hmm. And. It's just like we said, it's so prevalent in our lives that God will make you wait because we'll find it's, out. It's a time. It's a good time. <laughs> um, so this episode
0: today is pretty much all about God's timing. Yeah. So, you know, when you're sitting there and you're praying to God and you're like, oh, God, please let, let, you know, let me get the car of my dreams. And, you know, and you ask for things like that or, you know, you say, God, you know, I want a wife and i want it now or i want a husband and i want him now a good desire but you know, wrong timing but wrong timing and obviously there's a reason why you know that significant other is not coming or mm-hmm. that car is not coming because it's too early for you to handle it probably Amen. you know so we're going to dive a little deeper as to why what that process of waiting in god's timing is so important in our lives let's do it all right so we're going to go ahead and dig deep into jeremiah 29 so uh, if you are not driving, do not dive into your Bibles, but not suggested if you are chilling at home or at work, you got your phone, you got your Bible, go ahead and look it up. So we just be talking about Jeremiah 29. Um, and just to give you a little background of Jeremiah 29, you know, in that time Uh, King Nebuchadnezzar had exiled the Israelites. Mm -hmm. So the Israelites are just kind of like wandering in the desert again after already, you know, going
1: through 40 years, going through
0: 40 years of it. Exactly. So we're going to start at verse four. Um, and it says, this is what the Lord almighty, uh, the God of Israel says to all those I carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon, build your houses and settle down, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters in marriage so that you may have sons and daughters. Increase in number there, but do not decrease. Um, Also seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Pray to the Lord for it, because if it prospers, you too will prosper. Yes, this is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says: Do not let the prophets and div- diviners, I guess, among Divine you the like diviners, <laughs> receive deceive you. Do not listen to the dreams you encourage them to have. They are prophesying lies to you in the name, in my name. I have not sent them, declares the Lord. So we'll stop there before we get to that good verse. Yep, you know. Well, actually, we'll, we'll go one more verse. It says, this is what the Lord says. This is verse 10. Um, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my promise to bring you back into this place. And we'll stop right there.
1: Oh, Verse 10 is so good. Yeah. But let's back a up a little
0: that. bit. So basically, what's going on here, now?
1: So what I, what I kind of saw initially was in verse 6. Mm-hmm. Marry and have sons and daughters. You know... I'm sitting here like, hey, all right, come on. <laughs> Sex time. I'm ready. <laughs> like, really? But hey, what's what comes first in that verse? Marriage. Exactly. Ooh, some of our listeners are not liking that right now. Like, oh, these young guys think they have it all together. It's like, hey. It's Believe right, me, we don't. <laughs> it's right there in the Bible, you know? But, um, you know, like, and also going down to verse 7 where it says, also seek the peace and prosperity. um. Sorry, I'm losing my place here. Also, seek the peace and prosperity of the city to which I have carried you into exile. Hold on. Seek the peace and prosperity
0: Mm, mm, mm -hmm.
1: of the city in which I've carried you into exile. Mm. Okay, that's weird.
0: (laughs) That seems like it's uh, contradicting, right? Yeah,
1: so, so we're in exile, but yet God's saying, seek peace and prosperity yeah, that's, that's difficult. I can't, I don't know how to do that. Like, right. But, but you know, Jesus also said, seek and you will find.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So God's, I think what God's trying to say here is shift your focus, you know, find like seek peace and prosperity, not despair and depression. Like if you mm-hmm. seek that kind of stuff, you're going to find it. But if you mm-hmm. seek peace and prosperity, you'll also find that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, you know, what, it, what, what, it, all this comes down to is God's like, you know, you're going into exile. These are the things you should be looking for. Um, do it in the right order. Right. Of course, uh, mm-hmm. order is always important in God's time. Um, but then going on, on again to verse 10, you know, when 70 years are completed for Babylon, okay. 70 years, like that's, to like, that's a, that's a lifetime for us today. Yeah. When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. Which, a key, or two words, I will. Mm-hmm. When God says, I will, that means he He's gonna will. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. Mm-hmm. God will. So, if God has been saying something uh, to you in your life, if you're listening to this, and God's been saying something to you in your life... And God says, I will, you better believe it mm-hmm. and act on that, like act mm-hmm. then in all, um, audacious faith and kind of take that step out and say, all right, God, you said this, I'm mm-hmm. believing you for and it. And
0: don't be discouraged about your time and exactly. waiting. You know, that's, exactly. this is what we're talking about. You know, um, one thing I want to bring up that you said that some spark something in my, in my mind mm-hmm. is uh, you said God is always about order Yeah, and order Very much so. is so important in timing.
1: Ooh, yeah. Because
0: there's steps, like you know, it'll. For example, you go to IKEA, you buy yourself a bed frame, yeah, and it tells you the amount of time it takes to set it up,
1: Mm, right? A duration,
0: yeah, Mm -hmm. gives you like kind of like a time limit. Like this is where you should be at. Um, Well, the the, bad thing about God is not bad thing, but not the one of the mysteries. One of the mysteries of God exactly is that uh, God doesn't have a time limit. Nope. So you kind of have to really heavily rely on those instructions.
1: And not only does God not have a time limit, he does not give you all the instructions at once.
0: No. And that's really key too. Because, you know, when you're setting up that IKEA bed frame, it gives you the instructions, right?
1: In a numerical order.
0: Exactly. And... You know, sometimes people would argue that uh, God's instructions and Ikea's instructions are pretty similar because you can barely read both. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's really true. I, I would agree with that. But, uh, you know, so you're setting up the bed frame and like you're having a hard time reading it, not only reading it, but like understanding, you know, what goes next. And, and it's funny because you can't skip a step.
1: Nope because nothing else will make sense
0: because well not only that it won't be completed mm, because yeah. for example you can put the bed together it'll say screw in the two side panels to you know your your uh what is it the um like the, the bed frame yeah, the uh, yeah. headboard but you haven't connected where your feet the panel's at that you know is by your feet hmm. when you're laying down so when you lay on the bed it's just gonna like
1: break right fall apart
0: because not all the corners are
1: secured <sighs> dude And that is so true for like So many believers, and myself included, right? Like trying to take the next step when God's like, you haven't done number one yet. Exactly. Which most we try
0: to get ahead of ourselves, mm -hmm. and you know, try to skip some steps. Like, oh yeah, I already
1: know how to do that. You know, especially when God has told us something. mm -hmm. When God tells us, like, we see the finish. Think of a bag of light or a package of Legos. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. we see the final picture, which God sometimes gives us a glimpse of a final picture, right? Yeah, good example. He kind of like you know, he'll he'll a purpose within us and and we kind of uh, feel that and we can kind of see that you know kind of to give an example but we we, we see the final picture but then we open up the package and mm-hmm. there's all these pieces mm-hmm. and we're like we, how do we put this together? that's not what I ordered you know yeah. like, and so then you have to get out the book which the instruction manual which we have an instruction manual too for God's plan for our lives which what's is that called by the way the B-I-B-L-E yes that's the book for me <laughs> So you know, and again, it's just like we we never get the final picture. Mm-hmm. We see it, God might may reveal those kinds of things to us, but we never receive the final product.
0: and what's also important is you don't you may see what the final picture looks like, but if you don't experience
1: oh, the, the process the process yeah. to
0: get to that final experience, you know, that final product. You know, the experience is, is everything.
1: Right. Because that's what... Because you learn so much along exactly, the way. Exactly. And
0: that's what our Christian walk is based on, experience. Yeah. You know? So going back to our points, um, like, order is so important. And even in this scripture, Jeremiah 29, verse 4, God starts off by saying, build your houses and settle down. Right. He doesn't say, yo, go buck wild and get married and have babies. <laughs> No. Because where are you going to put those kids?
1: Exactly,
0: and then make the garden. And you know exactly, and that's why it says like, then it, the next step is like, make your farm the land. So you have something to eat. So you got so stuff. You're not to starving eat. to death. Exactly. Then it goes to go ahead and start reproducing. Now you can marry people. Exactly. Doing the fun part, um, and the fun parts are always in the later steps. Just, just saying. Hey, that's very true. <laughs> um, you know, so it's really important in God's timing to like be continuously taking it step by step in numerical order. Yeah. And God's order and God's
1: order. Exactly. Um, I forget the Psalm of what it says, but it says the, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. So that's like, that's a King James Amen. version. I like yeah. that. You know, the delighteth in his way. So again, you know, it's like when, when you are following God's steps, mm-hmm. you are going to delight in his way because now you, I can't tell you how many times I have, just try to do stuff my own way mm. and it doesn't work out mm-hmm. and it sucks because now I'm like five steps backwards you know that's not that funny isn't that funny <laughs> how,
0: how that works out man
1: like I'm five steps backwards and but when I when I'm obedient to God when I am in God's will when I am following his ways dude, mm-hmm. life is so easy mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's a big contradiction or like a big, um, counterintuitive thing that a lot of people think is that, well, God's way is hard. It's like, it's really not like, yes, you, you there will be some difficult things that he might, you know, there's difficult parts when you're putting together a bed, like from Ikea, right? It's not all just, uh, an easy process, but mm-hmm. You know, when, when you are following God's way and you are in the will of God, mm-hmm. like your life just goes so much easier. Mm-hmm. And, and again, not to say there's not going to have hardships because you absolutely will. Mm-hmm. But by all means, stay in God's path because it is he he knows better. He does. He knows so much better he than does. we do.
0: And, you know, in in our process, going back with this verse, like there's so much in this verse about God's timing that I didn't know about until I read it and looked at it and Mm. realized, Oh God's timing. When he asks us, you know, when he asked the Israelites to build a house and settle down, I view that in today's time, today's Mm. society, build a foundation in
1: him. That's good. You know, like build
0: a house, like a God house, you know, like, strengthened by God's posts, God's nails, God's beams, whatever you want to say. Sure, You know, like, make sure your foundation is 100% Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit, and God, you know?
1: And we've kind of talked about that before. Like, you can be as strong as you want, but if your foundation sucks, Mm -hmm. it's not going to stand.
0: So, and then it goes to saying, you know, plant gardens and eat what they produce. Right there, I view that in today's society, in today's times, as the Fruits of the spirit, mm, yeah, you know, yeah, plant those fruits of the spirit in you, and not only plant them in you, like harvest them, right? You know, like right. share them,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. don't
0: keep them only for yourself, it's not just for you, exactly, and don't let them go bad, you know, like, and that's like, and that's the step two, you know, build your faith, you know, you got step one, building your faith. In God and your foundation and in God's word. And then step two is okay, now that you got God's word, step two is how do you share that now? Right. And that's the fruit of the spirit, you know? And that's step two. And then step three, that reproduction step, that's where it's like, you know, with your family um sharing it sharing that good news that gospel that you received with your family and with people yeah. with other people mm-hmm. and and i also view that in a, in a kind of a weird way as saying sharpen your skills because it says to increase and not decrease right so yeah, yeah. you could mm-hmm. view that also as like sharpen how whatever gift god gave you sharpen it so if it's if it's leading worship learn to uh do better in leading worship by by calling on the holy spirit when you're worshiping and stuff or if it's prayer that god gave you that gift spend that time in prayer the biggest example i have of this is from michael todd's message marked um when david was told what he would be And what did God have him do afterwards? He couldn't ride back to the palace. Nope. He couldn't, you know, go back out, you know, with Samuel all the way riding back saying, yo, I'm the new king. No, what did God have him do?
1: Right back to the fields. He had him right
0: back in the fields doing what?
1: The same thing he knew how to do
0: shepherding the sheep.
1: Yep. Back to the.
0: And I don't think people understand that shepherding the sheep means you also got to deal with the sheep's crap.
1: Yep. Literally. Like,
0: (laughs) Like, it's stinky, it's smelly, it's long hours.
1: Out in the hot sun, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: And in that time where he's, you know, in that, you know, increasing and not decreasing stage, it's crazy to think that he's increasing his his craft. So his ability
1: to play the harp. He's learning how... Listen, he's also learning how to throw stones, right?
0: Exactly. Well, there's a big reason why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's learning how to fend off, you know, he's, like I said, he's, he's building that, that skill set. So that way, when God calls him, he's not just dull and, and like, oh, you know, well, you said you'd take care of everything, God. No, God still asks you to increase in your skill.
1: And not only that, too, he's increasing his servant hood too. It's another he, good point. He's increasing his ability to be a servant first, mm-hmm. right? Because had he gone to the palace, he would have been King mm-hmm. kind of first. You know, he was still a shepherd before, but God was like, I don't want to do it that way. I want you to learn. I want you, I want to give you a promise. And then I want you to, I think there's kind of a point later, but I'm God's like, I'm going to give you a promise, but then I want you to learn to, to depend on me to mm-hmm. fulfill that purpose mm-hmm. and not yourself. Mm-hmm and we're going to talk about that later that's one of my points uh, mm-hmm. we brought up so how does this all correlate with god's timing i think it's in verse 11 want to read that jeremiah 29:11 for i know mm-hmm. who knows god knows for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future amen and then verse 12, just kind of keep going. Uh, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. So now God's listening to us too. <laughs> so God knows the plans. To pros- to he- he's going to prosper us, mm-hmm. not harm us. Mm-hmm. He's going to give us hope, mm-hmm. which a lot of us are lacking today, I think. You know, yeah. really key um, and a future. Mm -hmm. And then God's like, and then you're going to come to me and you're going to, you're going to call my name and I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to listen. But what's the key is, is verse um, 11 is before this, Mm -hmm. right? It's not that God says, then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. It's like, no, like God's saying, rest in me first. You know, I know the plans depend on me. And then when you call out, I will listen to you Mm -hmm. again, back to the order of God of God's literally back to like the order of the universe Mm -hmm. for God. Like everything just falls into place. Like the birds don't worry about where they get stuff from, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, the, the flowers, uh, sprout up and produce all these beautiful colors. Like it's all just part of God's kind of naturally structured process and order in the universe. So I think, you know, this kind of first point we have, um, these are all kind of very similar, but But, um, if God has you in a season of waiting, he's speaking. So God has you in a season of waiting. He is speaking, Mm -hmm. you know, this is all over the Bible Mm -hmm. and we just read about this. Right. And it says, it started at verse four. This is what the Lord, um, almighty, the God of Israel says, God always says something Mm -hmm. and then it's obedience. God says something and it's obedience and us waiting, you know, before Noah built the ark. Um, before Abraham and Sarah had Isaac, before Joshua marched around Jericho, before jo- uh, before Joseph saw his dream or vision come to pass, mm-hmm. before Paul began preaching, um, before Paul went to Rome, before yep. before yep. everything began, God spoke something, mm-hmm. even at the beginning of the universe, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning, you know, it, it, it was God. It's like in the beginning, God. Yeah, And then how he created was, it said, and God said, mm-hmm. and so everything that God creates sp- begins with a word, mm. begins with him saying something. And that's our lives. Before we began, God's like knew us. He formed us in our mother's womb before we were even before we knew ourselves. He knew us and he had a plan for us. And the problem is with all of this, even though it's everywhere in scripture and we have proof of it everywhere. We don't always listen or believe what God says. No. Guilty. We're sheep. We are definitely sheep. Just bottom <laughs> like, sheep. like literally we'll just go off on our own. And that's, you know, and God is so faithful in that too, man. You know, because reg- <laughs> he leaves a 99 for the one. Mm-hmm. He will chase you down. Like we kind of talked about this, I think in one of the other two episodes, but um, it doesn't matter how many times we leave. We could leave a thousand times mm-hmm. and God's like, ah, oh, here we go again. All right. Let's bring him back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like he will come after us. And again, we kind of had the idea to, uh, have a message kind of called, um, what about the 99? Mm-hmm. Well, what about the other people who, who haven't left, who haven't left, you know? Yeah. And I think a key part of that too, um, we'll save that for another episode, but a key part of that is that he leaves them on the hillside mm-hmm. so they can always see where he is. Yeah. So, so again, if God is, and again, if God is speaking, like prepare for a waiting season, if God has given you a promise and he's been like, Hey, this is going to happen. Um, and I, I bet a lot of people are kind of sitting there. Well, how do I know when God's speaking? You have to learn how to listen. You have to learn how to discern his voice. Um, apart from your own. Um, I struggle with this all the time, even in prayer, you know, it's like, I, I've heard something. It's like, God, was that you? Mm-hmm. Not and my, mm-hmm. I, I don't hear it in an audible voice, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like within me, it's like in my heart. And I, I will feel God kind of convict me or tell me something. And there have been times where I'm like, God, did you say that? Cause that it sounds crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, honestly, dude, I bet if you had told us that we were, if someone had come up to us uh, last year at this time, was like, Hey, this time next year, you guys are going to be doing a podcast.
0: Wouldn't believe I it. I wouldn't
1: believe it, but Again, it's it's that the fact that we don't listen um, Mm. when God says something. Abraham and Sarah, classic, classic example, right? You know, God was like, gave gave a promise to Abraham. I will give you descendants, uh, more numerous than the stars. And Abraham and Sarah are like, can't wait, man. Let's just do it now. Let's get it on. And so Sarah's like, hey. Uh, Abraham, go ahead and uh, sleep with Hagar, and Abraham's like, "Well, hey, if you just want me to be to be a, a good husband, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm not gonna <laughs> disobey my wife, am I? Come on." <laughs> so, and you know, and then it was they had to wait another 25 years before mm-hmm. they had Isaac. Mm-hmm. So,
0: um another thing I want to talk about with the season of waiting too, mm-hmm. um, because it's in one of the points. And before we get to that last point, I think this goes hand in hand. It is so important in your season of waiting to give God what he deserves. Ooh, yes. Absolutely. I speak that financially. Um, Mm. Something that really doesn't get talked about in seasons of waiting. Uh, Because I remember in this time of waiting in 2018, before we got to here, one of the biggest things I started doing was giving because I was like, well, if I'm not receiving anything, yeah. obviously there's a reason why. And I think it's because I'm not giving. And Oof. I mean that like go to a church.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm just, I, <laughs> so I'm just shaking my head over here because this is so good. Just keep going. Like, you know, in this time of
0: of waiting, I'm supposed to be giving instead of always receiving and um it just hit me that like as we were sitting right down this wasn't something that i had we had talked about but um you know it's so important to give your 10 percent to god in the time of waiting tithe i don't want to make this about a money podcast thing where (laughs) like oh yeah give your money no to your churches and stuff like that uh you know i don't want to be that type of a person you know It's important to have those messages, but this isn't that time. It's not the
1: season for that.
0: It is so important to give every single day. Or not every single day, but like, you know, every time you get paid. Right. Because in that season of waiting, it shows so much faithfulness to Mm -hmm. God that says, while I'm waiting, I will still serve you. And I will still give what needs to be yours. You know, so that's another thing that If you're in a season of waiting and nothing's working out for you right now and you're just not hearing God's voice and you're not giving, maybe you should start giving Mm. because, I mean, it is so important. And if you don't want to give, you know, your tithes, you can start off just by giving your offering, like give five bucks here, 10 bucks there and just work it up to what 10% of your income is. Yeah. You know, either if you get paid weekly or biweekly you know, whatever it is, whatever it is, but you know, it's just been, it's been one of the greatest things I've ever done. Like when I actually took it seriously in this time, in, in my moments of waiting, like God has just shown me so many things that he can do when so, you
1: give. So real quick, a story, um, oh, yeah. of an example oh. of this <laughs> again, you know, this is not a, this is not a tithing message or anything, but this just brought back to my mind. I, um, gosh, what was it back in like November, December-ish, sometime last year, you know, in the fall, um, one day I came back uh, from the gym, got back to my apartment, and went and checked my mail. And in my mail, there was a a check from ASU, Arizona State University. And I was like, well, this is weird. I was like, I I don't know what this is. And I opened it up, and it's a check for like $2,000. And I'm like... I'm like looking around, I'm like checking the back of it and I, I get back up to my apartment. I'm looking at my ASU account. I'm like, do I owe them anything? Like what is, where is all this coming from? And I just like, I was like, well, thank you, God. Like awesome. You know, cause I, I kind of started giving my 10% around that time and I wasn't expecting this, you mm-hmm. know, I was not giving my 10% because I expected God to give back to me. I was just, it just happened. And so, you know, I did what any normal person would do with $2,000. I put it in my bank account. <laughs> and a couple of days later, I'm at work and I get this call <laughs> and I, I didn't answer it immediately because I was uh, busy or something. And I listened to my voicemail and it's the ASU um, or the Tempe police. Ooh. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, right. And they're like, um, Hey, this is officer. So, and so we recently saw, saw that you had deposited a check for a certain amount of money. Um, give us a call back to talk about this. I'm like, uh-oh, what uh. is this? So I call them back. You got drug money now? Yeah, right? Drug Something. Money? I was like, oh, God, what would you get me into here? Uh, so I call them back, and I talked to this lady, and she's like, did you receive a check? She starts asking me all these questions. She's like, did you receive a check from ASU for this amount? Um, and I was like, yes. And she was like, Did you were you expecting this? And I was like, no. She's like, so you deposited it into your account? And I was like, yes. And come to find out that there is a another guy who lives at my same apartment complex mm-hmm. by the name of Noah Brown. What are the odds? I had not realized On the check that it did not include my apartment number on it. Uh, So, and that was, that was a mistake. Yeah, that was a mistake. And so while I'm talking on the phone with this police officer, she's like, you need to write him a check for that amount and give that back to him. And I was like, no, she, she gave me his contact info. And, um, I was like, okay, like I obviously I'm going to do that because that was his refund check for, from school. Um, and just recently being graduated, I, I knew what that was like. So when you Mm kind of depend on that kind of stuff. So, um, as I'm writing the check that, that evening, um, to, to meet up with him and give it, give it back to him, God puts it on my heart to give him more. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And I said, God, you serious? I was like, this is already a lot of money. And he's like, give him more. Mm -hmm. And you know, I just, I had learned to be obedient, Mm -hmm. um, with the things that God kind of tells me to do Mm -hmm. and convict me of. And when he puts something on like that on my heart, I've learned that I can't be disobedient because, Uh, because there, there is probably something better and great. Like God's like, if you do this, like, just wait, like something else is going to come along that, you know, I'm your provider. I gave that to you in the first place, Mm -hmm. you know, and I kind of gave, I talked to you about this before yeah. about provision mm-hmm. you know and how we should always have the kind of stance with open hands mm-hmm. you know if you're visualizing yourself just like your palms facing upward right like that's just yeah. that's the kind of posture god wants us to have when it comes to provision so that way when and to not then close our fist because it would have been easy for me to say to tell god like no i'm not giving him extra money like i need that money for myself mm-hmm. but because i i had that uh put that attitude on my heart to always have an open hand when God puts something in like in my life or he wants to take it back you know I think that's God's way too of kind of testing us Mm. saying like how much can I trust you with how much can I put into your life but then maybe I need to take it away to see are you really going to depend on me
0: and the key thing too is all this was happening in your moment of waiting right yep no absolutely like because 2018 for both of us, we can both hands down agree was just the time of God's timing. Like, yeah. And so, you know, going back to that key thing, when I said in that moment where you get something, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have to give it back all of a sudden. And then something inside of you was like, well, I got, I, I should give him extra. Yeah. There's no need for you to give him extra. You could just write that 2000 check, be done with it. Yep. Clap your hands. And that's good.
1: Right. But like
0: you did, de- you decided, well, in this moment of waiting, when I'm trying to, you know, wait for God's next move, I'm just going to give, give a little more than I should. Yep.
1: And I did give him another check. I wrote him a separate check for mm-hmm. a certain amount, which again, amount never matters. And that's, and that's the key thing is that you, you gave yep. in your moment of of waiting, in and your, in, in, in God's obedience. timing. Yeah. yeah. So little, little side story, but you know, it's just, it's, it's important when, when God kind of, uh, makes, you, like, and then what
0: happened at the end of this, no, people want to know I cut you off.
1: Oh, Oh yeah. I come off oh, dude. I almost forgot about the ending. So, um, that same day at work, right. So the same day you wrote the check, the same day I came home that evening, I skipped a part uh-huh. intentionally. Yeah. Um, So that same day at work, right, I get off the phone later that day before I'm getting ready to leave, my boss comes up to me and he's like, hey, wanted to run something by you. And I said, "Okay." Uh And he hands me this kind of slip of paper. He opens it up and he's like, you know, this is your uh, this is kind of like the um, my work always gives a compensation for housing allowance or like a housing increase kind of thing. So they increased my salary by a certain amount. Mm. So just for increase of living, you know. Um, that was the first part. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And then my boss goes, Hey, um, you know, for all the work that you've been doing, we wanted to give you a promotion as well. Mm -hmm. And I was like, and he's like, and so we're going to increase your, your base salary. And, and I was like, what? I was like, God, you serious right now? I was like, (laughs) no, like, come on. Like, and that's not as the, the key part of, of that too, is that yes, God, because I was like, "All right, God, I'm gonna, I'm gonna answer your, your calling, and I'm going to, um, give this back, right? Mm-hmm. God, you gave it to me; mm-hmm. it was yours to begin mm-hmm. with. My hands are still open, God. Like, take it back if you need it, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a little bit more because I trust you that much. And then God answered, kind of almost immediately, right? And He's like, because you were a, a faithful servant, kind of thing, humble, humbleness, brag, kind of thing, mm-hmm. whatever. But, but because you know, I, I had that." Um, Posture And that kind of attitude, I think God was like, all right, I can trust you with more. Mm. But so that's the thing mm. that also means now I had to give more tithing. Yep. So, and it's like, all right,
0: all right. And, and that's, but that's not the problem, right? That's no. And, and here's, a, here's what leads into our third point is if God has you in a season of waiting, he will always provide. But, yeah. the, but the key thing about him providing is you still have to give even when you have nothing to give. Exactly. Because uh that nothing to give part there's a story that I have with this family that we once knew um back in Las Vegas and they were we used to live in Las Vegas our family and um this family was basically our family away from family so we're originally from southern california yeah. all of us are based all the whole family's based out of there and then uh we moved to las vegas but this family in las vegas was basically our extended relatives um and we met at church and all that stuff but i mean these people when we first met them like it was not sad because it wasn't really a thing that we cared about but i mean they were pretty pretty poor yeah and this woman the mother of that family she Gave and gave and gave, even though they literally had nothing to give. Mm. I mean, I felt bad one time because in their moments of like Christmas with them, I didn't buy them any gifts or right. we didn't get them really any gifts, but we celebrated Christmas with them, mm-hmm. and I don't know where they come out with this like, you know, bag full of gifts, like heavy oh, duty geez. trash bag full of gifts for us. And we're like, why are you buying us gifts? Like, mm. how did you buy us gifts? Right, but yeah. they bought us gifts, you know, toys and stuff and Legos and blah, blah, blah. We're talking early 2000s, mid 2000s. You know, this was before, you know, this was when kids actually got toys as a <laughs> present for Christmas and right. not electronics. Right. <laughs> um, but like, it was just incredible that their whole life, they always gave and gave Mm, and gave even when they had so little now i mean this and it was so important because god still provided for them Mm -hmm. when they gave you know like um they would save so much money and then one of their like best friends or whatever would end up having car issues and they would pay for it Hmm. and not only would they (laughs) get that money back times two There would be like random checks from like the government saying like, oh, like we were, you know, we were looking for you and you paid your IRS bills and blah, blah, blah. But you, we accidentally charged you too much. That's insane. Right. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. (laughs) And so in this moment of waiting, it is always important to give what's God's. Yeah. You know, um, along with building your foundation in him, uh, along with increasing your skill, along with. Uh, what's what is it? Um, harvesting those fruits of the spirit that you've been given. You know, like yeah. take this moment of waiting, kind of like like being single in today's mm-hmm. world. Like, don't be afraid to be single. Don't be afraid to be in waiting.
1: That'll preach.
0: Don't be afraid to like live that single life, as we yeah. call it. You know, when you ain't cuffed during uh holiday season. <laughs> And we all know people want to get cuffed during holiday season, right? Yeah. And like. Always. You know, that's a season of waiting too, being single. Hmm. And so they go hand in hand, man. It's a like
1: a big season of waiting.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, even if you're single and listening to this and you're in a season of waiting, like props to you, man. I
1: like, think you're talking to me, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we're talking to both of yeah, us. Yeah, right? But uh, yeah, like it's so important in, in your season of waiting to build your foundation in Christ and in God. Um, know the fruits of the spirits and have them and share them and increase your skills
1: in whatever God's gift was to you. So one of the questions that a lot of people may be asking is like, okay, how? How do huh? I do that? Right? So not only, um, you know, in this time of, of waiting, is God providing? Like, okay, what is he providing? Mm-hmm. So he's providing um more time to spend with him. Mm-hmm.
0: And it won't, and that, that's another thing. It won't always be like money or nope, food or will, stuff like it, that. Heart, it could be, not, it could be, not but it, very often, but it's
1: not often. Um, uh, and this is a lot of times he's trying to provide you with this, which we kind of tend to ignore. He, so he's, he's like, well, now you have more time to spend with me. Um, there's more time to spend in his word, the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's more time to draw close to him. Yeah. Um, and the Bible says, if we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. Um, and if you know he's like you got more time to talk to me and prayer and so God's providing these things mm-hmm. for us. And he's like this is going to help you. Mm-hmm. He's like you need this. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us are so deaf to that that we just are like no God I don't, I just need money. I just need this. And and we always tend to say that we don't have enough time. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. You know, it's almost like it's never never enough. And God's like, well if you would just rest in me, I am enough. You know, uh God, that's a, that's another podcast episode, but, um, you know, God is not only, God not only puts us in seasons of waiting to provide for us, um, and to, to speak to us, but he's really preparing us, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's, I had to realize this the hard way when, um, I had just come out of a relationship of like five years, um, gosh, like last March Mm -hmm. and, started to kind of look for other relationships, quote unquote, if you want to call them that. And God was like, I need to prepare you for something. Perhaps it was this. Gotta stay single, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, (laughs) God's God's put it on my life to become a pastor. And Mm -hmm. so God's like, you need to spend time with me. Like, this is going to be hard. Like, this is going to be, it's going to require a lot out of you. And God's like, I need to build you up. I need to remotely you know we just kind of talked about this um when you got to dig out all that dig stuff that dirt. you get and god's like i gotta plant something new in you and build a foundation in you i've i'm preparing you for something greater mm-hmm. like again we can't see it i've seen a glimpse because i know i've been a pastor and i've kind of seen you know that kind of future of my life but god's like you know what it is but mm-hmm. i need to prepare you for for this kind of stuff you know so that
0: digging out of dirt it's <laughs> still also a part of God's waiting.
1: Oh, yeah. And God's timing. Yep. yep. You know. Um, so, again, how do we wait? Mm. That's be, the hard the question. The biggest question. How yeah. do we wait? Not why do we wait? We kind of know why God's doing all these things for us or he's doing all these things in us and through us. But so how, you know, and that's kind of the reason why we do this podcast is because it's it's practical. We want to help you guys who are listening to. Say, okay, like, yeah, that's me. I've been waiting for so long. I've been waiting for that relationship. I've been waiting for that promotion at work. I've been waiting mm-hmm. for that new job or to find that new group of people. Mm-hmm. So how, God, how do I wait in this time? Serving. Serve. That's one. But listen. Because mm-hmm. when God speaks, right? Israelites did this a lot. They didn't listen. They didn't listen. And God is always giving us instruction when He speaks. Mm. He's always He's always saying something to us that will help us. And you know, so so listen, listen. You know, you can do that in prayer. It says in uh, in Acts chapter one verse fourteen that um, when the disciples were all in the upper room gathered and they were waiting for the Holy Spirit to come, Mm -hmm. Jesus is like, "I'm gonna send somebody." Mm -hmm. He didn't say when. But Jesus is like, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to you and you're going to do all these kind of great things. Um, and it says they, that in verse 14, they all join together constantly in prayer. So they're joining in the community together. They're joining together to pray. Um, and that's an important thing to do in the wait is to pray because that's how we listen to God. Mm-hmm. God will speak to us in prayer. God will always Come to us if we, again, if we, if we draw near to him, he will draw near to us. And Amen. prayer is a great way to do that. Mm-hmm. And so when prayer that we're going to talk about this in another episode too, but prayer is so key because it's not just talking to God, Mm-mm. it's leaving room for him to speak
0: mm-hmm.
1: because then, and you know, when we listen and obey, when we hear and, you know, do the, the things he's telling us to do. Mm-hmm it will all make sense. Maybe not immediately, maybe not in the next few months, but it will all make sense in his timing and his order of things. And the
0: serving and listening go hand in hand. Yes. So much. If one doesn't work, you do the other. For example, Mm. that time where, you know, we got out the fast, you and I, and you were spending all this time listening to God and hearing God. And like, talking with God yep. and then out of nowhere you start praying after the fast and you didn't hear God. And I'm like, yeah, you not, you couldn't like, there was silence. That's me right now.
1: Literally. Like, and there I'm, was
0: silence and, you know, and, and I was like, man, you know, if, if there's silence, obviously now it's time for you to do the work yeah, and get down and serve and get nitty mm-hmm. and gritty,
1: you know, and do what, what God had asked you to do. Go ahead. <laughs> that reminds me of one quick story. Um, when I was at Inside Elevation last October, I was talking, I don't remember, I think it was Joe Delph I was talking to, but you know, he was telling me the story of how he was kind of, uh, he was setting up some cords and stuff for a worship experience. Mm -hmm. And he was like down on his hands and knees, Mm -hmm. like just like taping cords to the floor, like a nitty gritty, just like, ugh, like I have to do this. And he had that kind of attitude. He's like, oh, like, why do I have to do this? Like, you know, I'm called to so much better kind of thing. And And he said the Holy Spirit told him, but look what position you're in. Mm -hmm. You're serving, you're obeying, Mm -hmm. you're doing Mm -hmm. that stuff.
0: And I was just gonna get to that. Like so if Noah's over here listening to God, you know, in that fast, Mm -hmm. in our in our in that fast, and um and he's hearing God and I was praying too and but I wouldn't hear God. Yeah. I couldn't hear him. And so I was like, well, you know, whatever. But like, you know, my job is, is setting up sound systems and, and running lights and huh, running yeah. sound and all that stuff. And here I am thinking, oh, God's not speaking to me. This is so unfair. Like, no, I guess to speak directly with God. <laughs> and then I'm like towards the end of the fast, I was I was realizing as I'm at work, like, oh, my God, I'm actually running this production show Mm -hmm. that we're doing you know my production manager was just like my boss he was like hey you know i won't be there for one of the bigger shows and you're gonna need to run it for me so when people get there you'll tell them what call time is you'll run sound check you know you'll basically get everything going and in that moment, I realized, oh, my God.
1: This is how God is speaking.
0: This is how God is speaking to me through sharpening my skills.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, so even work at it, you also, know, get on that grind and do work at work. Um, if God gave you the ability to, like, pray, you know, get down and, and pray. And um, if God gave you the ability to, you know, be a musician and stuff like that, work on your craft, man. Just keep plugging at it. You know, yeah. that's what David did. And he was in that season of waiting until he got to the palace.
1: And that's exactly what God has been telling me to do in this season is do the work. Do the work. And I've just been like, oh.
0: So key points that we want to, you know, get by you is build your foundation in him. You know, do the work. Listen to God.
1: Serve God. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be given to you. Matthew 6.33 for you all out there. Amen. Um. Yeah, uh, that that sums it all. Like everything that God makes you wait for is so you can learn to depend on Him.
0: And obviously, waiting for God is also the best thing because if you don't wait for God, you might end up with that person that is not so great
1: for mm-hmm. you. You know. Yeah. So. And, and and if God again, if God spoke it, He will be faithful to it. Mm-hmm. God says, "I will."
0: So write Jeremiah twenty nine eleven down. Um, I live by that verse.
1: Amen. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I think all of us need to learn how to live by that so, verse a little bit more.
0: Um, yeah, just keep that verse in your heart. If that's a verse that you're going to take away from this, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, I'll say it again, Jeremiah 29 verse 11, get and it. then go to 12. If, if you're feeling, feeling, uh, a
1: little bold, keep little going, bold. keep going, <laughs> get a tattooed on your forehead <laughs> reminder. So, uh, yeah, great. That was, that was That was a lot. That That was was good, though. We covered a lot. So, you know, the way we always want to end these episodes is offering a prayer of salvation for you all. We believe that the word of God and and the relationship with Jesus Christ is not limited to anybody, but available to everybody. So um, I'm going to say a prayer, and I think Easy's going to repeat after what I say. Yeah, yeah. So if you were impacted by this kind of talk today, this message, then... Um, and you're feeling encouraged and you say, Hey, I've never accepted that relationship with Christ before. Um, we're offering this to you. So, uh, the Bible says, if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised Jesus from the dead, that you Mm -hmm. will, Mm -hmm. there's that word again, you will be saved. Eight. So, uh, let's just repeat after me. Um, if you are doing this. So dear God, dear God, I am a sinner. I am a sinner in need of a savior in need of a savior. I believe I believe that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ is Lord of all, is Lord of all. I believe he died for me. I believe he died for me and rose from the dead and rose from the dead. Come into my heart, come into my heart. Make me new, make me new. I'll follow you. I will follow you today. I begin today. I begin my new life, my new life. Amen amen hey if you guys just accepted that prayer for the first time we are celebrating with you and welcome, welcome to the family to the fam um and if you want to reach out and let us know that would be awesome we would love to share that with you um you can send us an email at connection.podcast3 at gmail.com or hit us up on the insta connection podcast on insta at at connection, connection podcast. podcast um Also, all these are, you know, available for your streaming device. If you're listening to this right now on Spotify, iTunes, um, Podbean. So hit up Podbean. Yeah. Podbean. Go back. Listen to the other uh, other episodes if you haven't yet. And you can uh, do it on Spotify too. And then the iTunes one will be up soon. Well, by this time it should be out on iTunes by by this episode. so. So hopefully. All right, everyone. Have a great week. We love you all. Take care, guys. Peace out.